This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Hi, my name is Chris Kirkpatrick, and welcome to the Executive Job Search Secrets Podcast. Today's episode, we're going to talk about something that I think is extremely vital for anybody who's looking to find their next position, and that is how to communicate effectively with recruiters and headhunters. So we're going to get into that, but first, let's cue up the theme song. We all know most executive level positions are not posted or advertised. So the big question is this, if those 100K plus jobs are not posted or advertised, how do you go about your job search in a way so you can find the right companies, connect with the right people and land your next ideal opportunity as quickly as possible and without compromise? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Chris Kirkpatrick and welcome to Executive Job Search Secrets. Okay, so I'm really excited to get into this topic because it's an area that I find most job seekers struggle in significantly because they think that what they need to do when they start their job search is put together a resume, submit that resume to job postings and recruiters and headhunters, and they think that uh, they just need to sit back, wait for a response, and then once they get in front of recruiters and headhunters, they make a lot of missteps and, uh, and, and mistakes when it comes to how they're communicating what their expectations are of recruiters and headhunters. And so what I want to go through in this episode is first and foremost, kind of give a bonus tip, but I want to talk about the four key mistakes that I find people make uh, when they're, when they're dealing with recruiters and headhunters. But before I even get into that, I want to kind of set a framework for this because if, if you know the dynamic uh, in, and what the real role is for a recruiter, it's really going to help formulate how you engage with them, right? And so it's important to understand that recruiters and headhunters don't work for you. They don't represent you in your best interests. They represent the company and the company's best interests. Think about it this way. They get paid a placement fee. Usually it's between 20 and 30% by the hiring company once they select their candidate, right? So now it's you are not the only candidate for this job. I know you probably wish you were, uh, and that would be nice, but the reality is you are not the only candidate for this job, most likely. And therefore, the company is looking for their best fit. It is the recruiter's job to find that company the best fit, right? So the, 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 the recruiter, the headhunter, doesn't really care if you get the job or somebody else gets the job, as long as one of their people gets the job, they get paid either way. So their alliance and allegiance is not with you, it's with the company. So I just wanna make sure that that is just really thoroughly understood before I get into this, before I get into the four mistakes that I find that people make. Okay, so the first mistake that I find that people make is they are way too friendly with recruiters. So I would say my advice around this is don't be overly friendly. You know, it's important to understand that yeah, recruiters are usually friendly. They try to be helpful. After all, the reality of the situation is it's their job to kind of put you at ease, guide you through the hiring process, make your life as easy as possible. But remember that they're professional colleagues and it's crucial to never forget that, right? Think of your recruiter as a respected coworker, if you will, and treat them accordingly. Be friendly with them, but don't be overly friendly. You, you, you want to be professional. You don't want to get overly casual. You don't want to be too familiar with them. It's wise to make sure that you keep personal conversations, jokes, and, and, and all that sort of stuff to a minimum. 
it can be kind of challenging if you think about it, because after you have a tough interview with a hiring manager, it may be a bit of a relief to see a recruiter's smiling face or hear their happy voice. However, it's key to not get tempted to let your guard down because remember, you still have to be on because their alliance and allegiance, once again, is not with you, it's with the company. So a key kind of rule of thumb, if you will, is to not say anything to your recruiter that you wouldn't say or do in front of your boss. The second mistake that I would say people have with recruiters and headhunters is that they expect career coaching. It's key to understand that your recruiter or headhunter, their goal is to not help you get a job, it's to help you navigate the hiring process at one specific company, right? So they're not gonna coach you through other positions. They could not care less probably about what happens to you if you don't land this job because they're not getting compensated for it. And if you knew the recruiting industry in that world, it is a pretty ruthless territory. They are not your career coach. Their alliance and allegiance, once again, is not with you. So it's not appropriate to ask them to help you craft your cover letter, edit your resume, or help you plan your career path. You can ask questions about the company or the industry in general that, you're, that for the company that they're representing but only about that specific organization, that specific opportunity that you are being considered for, are they gonna be willing ultimately to help you? The other thing I would say to this is most likely the recruiter has never done your job before. So they're not gonna understand all the caveats and all the deep level stuff, all the second and third level things that make you amazing at what you do. So don't set out to try to impress recruiter. Save that high level information, that valuable stuff that sets you apart for the hiring manager, for the decision maker, for the interviewer, because that's ultimately who you need to impress here. So the third mistake that I find that people make is they try to ask the recruiter for insider information about the job. The reality here is there's only one candidate for this job that you need to be concerned about, and that's you. Uh, I know it may be hard to resist, but you can't ask about who you're up against. You can't ask about what the current status is, uh, how many people you're up against. Recruiters generally won't share that information about other candidates anyway, or about the overall scope anyway, until it's time and they do it on their terms. Um, and the reality is asking specific questions about this stuff only makes you look insecure about your own skills, right? However, questions about the hiring process and the position itself are absolutely fair game. So that you can ask questions uh, and feel comfortable asking them, I should say, uh, like, are you still interviewing other candidates, right? Those vague questions like that, that um, don't get into specifics, that don't seem competitive, that really are just kind of where are we in this process? Time frame questions. Like how long is this going to be going on? Where are we at in the process? How large is the current pool of candidates? Okay, that's fine. You're not asking about specific stuff. Um, how would you describe an ideal candidate for the job? You know, what is their ideal that they're looking for? They have a job description. They have ideal traits and skills and experiences that they're looking for. They will tell you that stuff and you want to get a good understanding about that because it's part of your research, right? Is there anything I could do to make myself a stronger candidate? Sure, they're gonna they're gonna look over your resume and they're gonna they will give you specific information in regards to this job for you. Do not ask specific advice about ramping up your resume, but if they have an opinion about how they think you might be able to be a stronger candidate for this individual position, 
they absolutely want to do that because remember, they may not be the only recruiter representing this position. You may be a handful of candidates that they're bringing to the table. So yes, from that perspective, they do want to help you uh, stand out for this opportunity and increase the odds that they're ultimately going to get a place, uh, get paid a placement fee. And the fourth mistake that I find that people make is that they request special treatment. You know, although you wish you were, like I said, you're probably not the only candidate for the job. And while recruiters are often happy to help, it's not their aim to be your advocate and decision maker, as I said. So do not ask for special treatment. So what does that mean? Well, never ask a recruiter to put in a good word for you for, with the decision maker, right? The reality is, if they think you're a strong candidate, they're probably going to do that anyway. And asking them just makes you look weak. It makes you look inferior. It makes you look insecure. And so just, just don't do that. It was it, going to do nothing but backfire on you. The other thing to not do is to make sure you don't ask them to be an intermediary for you. Don't ask them to pass messages along. Uh, for instance, don't ask them to tell so-and-so it was really nice to meet with them because that's what you want to do. Just send a thank you note yourself to the person who interviewed you or the person you networked with or whoever you had a conversation with. Do that yourself. Take the initiative. Show that you have that confidence that you're capable, capable that uh, you're conscientious in your thought and your process and that you really want to build this relationship with them and, and kind of move forward from there. So that, you know, though I know that may sound basic, but you'd be shocked possibly how often I talk to people who have a misunderstanding about what recruiters role is in the job seeking process, uh, in, in their assistance, in how they help fill roles, both the companies and the, and the hiring, uh, executives, uh, the, the executives that are looking for opportunities. And so I want to make sure that you have that clarity. And these are just four, I'm going to call them traps that people fall into that ultimately, uh, you may be the best candidate for the job, but if you do any one of these things, it's going to potentially sabotage your opportunity to be the number one number one candidate for, for the position. So I hope that helps. I hope you go out, have a blessed, inspirational day, and I can't wait to talk to you on the next podcast. Are you tired of struggling with your job search? Are you having a hard time connecting with key decision makers or struggling with knowing how to communicate your brand more effectively? Or maybe there's something else holding you back. Either way, our team is here to help and would love to give you a free 30-minute consult to hear about what you're doing, what you're looking for, and give you some advice on how to get there more effectively. All you have to do is go to www.careernextagency.com. We'll talk to you soon. Like what you just heard, visit c-suiteradio.com. C-Suite Radio, turning the volume up on business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.